0: First Samuel, chapter 30. Okay. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites the who talk to me now, the who okay so the five minutes the reading is not part, it's just the talking that is part okay, do you, do you agree? One day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire, and had taken captive the women and those who were there, from small to great. They did not kill anyone, but they carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city, and there there it was, burned with fire. And their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive, then david and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and they wept until they had no more power to weep and david's two wives ahinoam the jezreelitess and abigail the widow of nabal the Carmelite, had been taken captive now david was greatly distressed For the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved every man for his sons and his daughters but david strengthened himself in the lord i see some people receiving strength this morning then david said to abiathar the priest ahimelech's son bring please bring the effort here to me and abiathar brought the effort to david So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. Hallelujah. So my five minutes starts now. Somebody say, Recover all. I see a few of you about to recover certain things that the enemy has taken from you. I see the grace that causes men to recover things coming upon a few people. If you are one of them, say, I am the one. Now, the Bible says David and his men had left Ziklag. They had gone on some um, warfare-related escapades. And they were dealing with a few issues around. But by the time they came back... The entire city has been ransacked. The the women and everybody there had been carried away. The city had been burned down. They had lost everything because David was not around. Could it be that when you stopped praying and when your presence was not felt anymore, the enemy felt a need to enter in and to strike? Could it be that because you weren't born and you didn't exist, exist and because there was no grace like the one upon your life, the enemy has entered your family years before you were born and has stolen a few things if that is the case i came to announce to the enemy that another generation has risen this is a generation that carried the power and the anointing of the lord and whatever they have stolen we are coming for it in the name of jesus the glory is returning to the house the honor is returning into the house the wealth is returning to the house somebody shout that is my story i don't know what the enemy has taken from you but all i know is that if God is alive you are receiving grace to recover all note that the bible said to david god said go and you will recover all not some but all not a few but all everything that has been taken from you you are recovering it in the name of jesus somebody shout yes and the Bible said they had lost everything. They came to the place, they came back, everything was burnt. And the men decided and thought to themselves to stone David. And the Bible said they had wept so they couldn't weep anymore. Have you been there before where you have wept and wept and it's like the solution to the problem is not coming. You see, many of us are sitting in church today. We look nice with makeup on our faces, but our pillows understand the tears that we shed and our beds understand the tears that we shed. These are things we cannot tell people about. These are intimate issues and struggles and burdens on our lives. I know people who have wept and have wept and have wept and are almost at the point of giving up. I came to tell somebody it is okay to weep. It is okay sometimes. Don't let anybody tell you that when you are strong, you don't weep the other day the bible says jesus wept who in this room is stronger than jesus the son of god now if jesus can weep then so can we there are things that will cause you to weep in the bible the bible says nehemiah when he was told that the walls of the city of jerusalem had collapsed that he sat down he mourned he wept then he fasted and prayed you see it is okay to weep but the problem is that when you weep don't stop at weeping up and begin to inquire of the Lord don't just end at weeping rise up and begin to inquire of the Lord because if you just end at weeping there are mistakes that you make through the decision that you make it will be painful but don't stop at weeping tell somebody don't stop at weeping have you wept before if you are here you haven't wept before you will not understand what I'm preaching if you have not wept before You see, one of the things I've realized is that those who portray or present themselves as strong, they are the weakest. Something small, you see the tears start coming down. Most of the time, those who pretend like they are so strong and so hard, the thing that will push them to tears is something very little. Now, if Jesus can weep, who are you? Who are you? Calm down, calm down, calm down. It is okay, but don't stop there. The Bible says they wept till so they couldn't weep anymore. They didn't have strength to weep anymore. They wept till so their tears, the tear ducts were dry. No tear was coming anymore. And, and the Bible says the people, you see, because they ended at weeping. Now, when you, when you end at weeping, you go back into depression. When you end at weeping, you go back into depression and when you are depressed, you look for somebody to blame for your situation. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, Now the difference between these men and Nehemiah was that the Bible says Nehemiah sat down, he wept, he mourned, but he fasted and prayed. Now when he fasted and prayed, then the inspiration of the Lord came that we must rebuild this work. Check it again david wept but he didn't stop at weeping and so he inquired of the lord and the lord said you will recover all but the men that were with him they stopped at weeping they entered into depression and they blamed david for it and the bible said they decided to stone david and the reason they were they wanted to stone him was that they had lost wives and children and they felt that david was to blame but if you read the bible well the bible said david's own wives were also captured sometimes the people we want to blame for our situation are also going through the same thing we are going through mm, mm. we say ah pastor i was sick i was sick and you didn't call me you didn't you didn't you didn't come and visit me but while you were sick and you did you are blaming the pastor the question is how was the pastor hey, hey. when you are crying of malaria maybe the pastor was suffering from cocoa hey. or oh, diba You see, but they know how to mask their own just so that they can be vessels of honor used of the Lord to be a blessing unto you. Before you jump and blame some people, be careful, be careful, because they they may be going through a double of what you are going through. Because if your wife was one and they carried her away, David's wives were two and they also went. A double of what you are facing. And the Bible says, he said, bring me the effort. This thing that they want to kill me, it is not a time to cry, it is a time to pray. This thing that they are planning to stone me it is not a time to complain it's a time to pray this thing that they have schemed among themselves to end me, I I can't explain it to them because the, the, the pain they are feeling cannot be mitigated with explanation, I just need to pray and some of you, that is what you are going through you are explaining too much and you are complaining too much and you are trying hard for people to understand your perspective if you can stop and just enter into prayer and inquire of the Lord I see you recovering all in the name of Jesus, somebody say yes I have two minutes left, two minutes and I saw for two minutes. two minutes. I have two minutes left. Uh, and God told him, go. You will recover all. He said, shall I pursue? God said, pursue. Now, 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 you see, you see, you see. You, if you make a mistake and enter a battle God hasn't sent you into, you will die before your time. That is why David asked of the Lord, or God, God, this thing that they have stolen from us, shall I pursue? And God said, pursue. You see, because when God gives you a word before you enter a battle, your confidence is in the assurance that God has given you. And so, based on that assurance, no matter what happens, you are grounded, no matter the circumstance, you know victory is assured because God said so. And that is why you don't enter battles without inquiring of the Lord first. Are you hearing what I'm saying? there was a man a king in the bible called king josiah a man was entering into battle and josiah went connected to that man and went into the battle that was his last day they shot a stray arrow it entered into his heart and killed him because he entered the battle without inquiring of the lord not every battle is your battle how many of you know that yeah yeah yeah. and that's why the bible even says the battle is the lord's because the victory is what is ours not every matter is your matter you need to inquire of the Lord. This one, shall I pursue? This thing, shall I pursue? This job, shall I pursue? Mm, can I go there? Yeah. This job, shall, shall I pursue? This 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 first class, shall I pursue? <laughs> you won't understand. Because in university, the Lord spoke to me about Pastor Yafi. And we were, we were all in the university. And I told him, you know what? This, God said, I should ask you a question. Yeah. God said, between a good job and first class, which one do you want? Now, between, the, at the time that I was asking him this question, he was well on his way to end the first class. End the first class. In fact, all he needed were B's, nothing, B's in every subject, and he would have comfortably jumped into first class. Then I asked him, God said, I should ask you this question. He said, oh, but also for pa, who, what would I do with first class? When a good job is waiting for me. Pastor, I, I take the good job. Then I said, God said it is done. Now we entered the last year, level 400 And and B crab. B C and since and when he sees the great for <laughs> When he sees the great, sees the great. And at that time he had forgotten that this is what God said. When we we're about to finish, and the last grade came, it was F. You, got, when you when you pick his transcript one day, I let you project it. Look from level hundred, you will see the A's, A's, A's A, A plus, A's, A, A, star, B plus, shiny, shiny bubble. Then God entered, and dismantled. Listen, it is not every touch of God which is pleasant. The Lord touched Job, Jacob in a certain way, and Jacob started limping. So we have been taught to think that every touch of God is pleasant and nice. But sometimes he needs to break certain things so that he will build you up in a way that nobody can take the glory when he's done. And by the time he was about to finish school, then his father died. This was a man well connected a man people knew a man of influence and i said god has started breaking you because your confidence was in this man and was in the contacts and connections immediately the father died nobody was there to help anymore after the funeral everybody got lost everybody was missing everybody left the scene and the great to had to go back and rewrite the paper now when he finished rewriting then people rose up and said look at you you are not serious you are following this young man prophet who says god has called him you didn't learn hard you didn't learn. When we were paying your school fees, we said learn. You said, God said, God said, look at you today. And all the while, he would look at them, shake his head because he had inquired of the Lord and the Lord has said something and therefore he wasn't ready to be moved. Not long after that, standard chartered comes calling and the rest is history. I came to tell somebody, if the Lord says it, nobody can stop it. If the Lord says it, nobody can fight it. If the Lord says it, who is he that can stop And the Bible says, if the Lord be for us, who is it that can be against us? I came to tell seven people this morning that he's about to prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. When men say there is a casting down, I say there is a lifting up for you. I came to tell some 14 people, God has got your back and he says you are about to recover all. Somebody shout three times, recover all, recover all, recover all. Recover all. Recover all. Recover all. Recover all. Tough one. Recover all. Recover. Recover. It, it, they have taken it, but we are coming for it. <laughs> we are recovering all. The thing about God is that when, whenever you are recovering, you are made better off than you used to be. You hear that one? When you are being, you are coming to a place of recovery. You are always better off than you used to be. And Job lost everything. By the time God was coming back to deal with his issues. The Bible says he received a double. And that is why Isaiah says you will receive a double for your trouble you may you may have lost one but you are receiving a double for your trouble i said your marriage has delayed but by the time god brings a man and by the time god brings a woman the woman will look like a two-in-one for you, it will look like a two-in-one man for you. Others seem like they're enjoying life and they're going ahead. I keep telling people, it is not your place to compare yourself with anybody. It is not your place to decide that your life is not going anywhere because of what others are experiencing. If they're enjoying their breakthrough, let them enjoy it. If they're enjoying their marriage, let them enjoy it. If they're enjoying their careers, let them enjoy it. If they're enjoying their money, let them enjoy it. Uh, There is something that God is about to do, that will make your marriage the latest in town, your job the latest in town, your money the latest in town, your career the latest in town, somebody shout yes! yes. Recover all, recover all, think about it, now if they go and they attack Zikla, if they attack Zikla, do you think they only bring the people that they took away? why ziklag don't they have people there don't they have they don't they have um cattle don't they have animals don't they have weapons they will go there pick their own people and now decimate the entire ziklag as a recompense for them if the devil had known they wouldn't have tried you yeah if they had known they would have skipped you if they had known that this man david is not a mere man they wouldn't have tried him if they had known that Acosia sitting somewhere is, uh, was not a mere woman. If they had known that Yah sitting somewhere, if they had known that Amma sitting somewhere, that some Benedict are sitting somewhere, that some Olivia sitting somewhere, some Joshua sitting somewhere, it's not a mere man, they wouldn't have tried if they had known that some Elsina sitting somewhere, some Franklin sitting somewhere, some Aquisie sitting somewhere, it's not a mere person, they wouldn't have tried you. Tell the, the, the enemy, don't try me, don't try me. Please close your eyes in the next few minutes. You want to pray and say, Father, grace to recover all. Grace to recover all. Please lift up your voice. Grace to recover all. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Juzar Urban Jr.